Welcome to our weekly recording of the service here at Bigger and Blackmount Churches. I'm Mike Fucella, I'm the minister here, and we are so glad that you could join us. It's my prayer that you will be blessed by the message this week. If you'd like to find out more about us, please do get in touch. Contact me at biggerkirk09 at gmail.com. That's biggerkirk09, all lowercase, at gmail.com. So here's the message this week. Good morning, and welcome to our service today. As you can see, I'm in the church, but sadly with nobody else here except for Colin and Emma who are running the tech side of things. Thank you to everyone who's kindly sent messages to Mike. He's doing really well, as those of you who have seen him running will attest to. This morning, I also want to thank Ian Sutherland. The Reverend Ian Sutherland has kindly agreed to bring us our message today, which will be um, later on in a video. So thank you to Ian. He's going to help us to look forward to 2021 with hope as well as getting us to think a little bit about boats. If you, Lord, keep a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness, so that we can, with reverence, serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits, and in his word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord, more than watchmen wait for the morning. More than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord. For with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. And now from Romans chapter 15, verses 8 to 13. For I tell you that Christ has become a servant of the Jews on behalf of God's truth, so that the promises made to the patriarchs might be confirmed, and moreover, that the Gentiles might glorify God for his mercy. As it is written, Therefore I will praise you among the Gentiles. I will sing the praises of your name. Again it says, Praise the Lord, all you Gentiles. Let all the peoples extol him. And again, Isaiah says, The root of Jesse will spring up, one who will arise to rule over the nations. In him the Gentiles will hope. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God for his word today. I'm delighted now to be able to introduce you to Ian Sutherland. I asked him how I should introduce you, and he gave me several options. So I'm just going to say Ian is a pastor who works um, uh, in Fife, I think he said, but I didn't think it was Fife. But anyway, he works in Fife. And I knew him very well when we worked together at the church in Edinburgh, Barclay View Fourth Church. Ian has come to Bigger several times and preached from this pulpit, and he also led an Elders Away Day for us. So I'm going to hand over to Ian now. 
Good morning. This morning, I want to focus on one particular verse from the two readings that we've had from Psalm 130 and from Romans 15. The verse I want us to focus in on and meditate on and be aware of and to carry on into this week and into this year is uh, from Romans 15, verse 13. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. I want to um, share my screen with you um, and uh, to take us through um, some thoughts and uh, some uh, areas around um, the area of hope, the God of all hope. When I used to uh, lead some uh, webinars and seminars and do some training days, one of the icebreakers we used to use was um, an exercise where we would give out a sheet um, and ask people to decide and to, to say what vessel they are, what ship or boat, um, and give them this, this, this sheet or a sheet like it to share what kind of um, uh, vessel they would be and it's not limited to the sheet there may be others that you can think of that you'd say well actually i'm i'm, I'm a lifeboat or or whatever it might be <clears throat> and uh be interesting for you to, to think about well if i was to ask you that question in person what would you say would you be the battleship feeling you're going through the wars um or a destroyer or would you be a cruise liner thing life is luxurious and i'm just cruising along here or would you think that you're a canoe and saying i'm getting tired of paddling um whatever whatever would it be and uh, i'll tell you later at the end which one i would be but the the reason for obviously for sharing this uh, today is that uh, that exercise, that icebreaker, was to give a, a story of where people are at, what they're doing, what, how they see themselves, but also to do with their emotional state, to do with uh, their physical state, to do with their outlook on life at that moment. Was it positive, the cruise liner, or was it negative, the battleship, the destroyer? They would explain and demonstrate what's going on in life. There's a phrase that's been going around um, uh, at the beginning of uh, the pandemic, just about a year ago now, um, which said we're all in the same boat, we're all in the same storm. Um, but I think it's been much more helpful, <clears throat> as people have said, that we're not all in the same boat, but we are all in the same storm with the pandemic and with all the, the repercussions of the pandemic. <clears throat> that we are maybe not all in the same boat, but we are all in the same storm and therefore we can encourage one another, cheer each other and look for those who would guide us and lead us and, and to help us to see where we would find um, our, our hope in the midst of it all. I've heard a lot of people say it about 2020, the glass at the back of it, that it was all bad, that it was all negative. Um, a number of people I've spoken to, including myself, would say, yes, it was tough and yes, it was hard, but there were things in it <clears throat> that God has spoken about and shown us and demonstrated <clears throat> and, and has led us forward in uh, our journey in our uh, sailing across the stormy waters. So how is your boat this morning? What vessel are you in? What, how does, what does it feel to you this morning? 
<clears throat> because the message I want us to think of is that message from, from Romans 15 about may the God of all hope, may you abound in hope, that yes, we've seen what's been in uh, 2020, <clears throat> but maybe as we come into 2021, we should be more as believers and followers of Christ, be people who abound in hope. And how do we do that? And how does that, where does that come from? And how does that, what does that look like? For sadly, too often people in the world take this attitude, avoid disappointment later, abandon all hope now. And that's just a, a dismal and miserable message. We are people of hope. Not and we're going to look at this a little bit, not <clears throat> hope in the abstract or the wishful thinking, but people who have a sure and certain hope, a trust in a belief in the God who works all things together for good for those who love him. In Psalm 130, we have this beautiful picture of, of David the psalmist coming to God, crying out to him, out of the depths, Lord, I cry to you. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. So it's a deep, deep, troubled heart, troubled life. Now, we don't know, is it COVID? Is it, is, is it just he's become aware of sin? Either way, he would recognise the storms on the inside that we've experienced in ourselves related to the storm on the outside of what we've been going through with pandemic and another lockdown and, and with all the repercussions, economic, physical, health, all those different things. He recognises that he the place to come to as believers, the place to come to as people of faith is to, to the Lord and say, out of the depths I cry to you, Lord, hear my voice. And where does he find his hope? Where does he find his comfort? Where does he find his strength? He finds his strength in his hope, in the word of the Lord. He sees it in waiting for the Lord. My soul waits. And in his word, I hope. Whatever we have faced, whatever we've endured, whether it's up and down, this way and that way, whether it's what depths it is, we are ever can come and wait upon the Lord. We can come and see what he says in his word and in that same process encounter his living presence, that he is with us, that he is for us, that he has promised good to us, that we are to be people of hope. You know, at the very least, uh, those of us uh, who can hear and see me on this call uh, can give thanks that God has brought us through 2020. In fact, some uh, people who are not of faith have said, hey, we've survived it. Um, some say we've defeated it. I don't think you can defeat a year. But we, we've survived it. But I think we've more to survive than we are to thrive as people of faith. Thrive not in our own strength, but we wait upon the Lord. We, we wait our soul waits upon him and his word, I hope. And that that's where we're to be. And what is hope? Hope is not that vague, wishful thinking. Oh, I hope it's nice tomorrow. I hope I can get to this. I hope I pass my exam. No, the word hope in the Old Testament and is echoed into the new is, is hope is almost like an anchor ahead of the vessel. And you then you, you, you fire it out and then you pull yourself forward into that which is anchored ahead. Maybe a bit of a hint as to one of the verses we'll look at in, uh, in the second part of the message this morning. It's the anchor, and we it's so sure and secure that we can pull ourselves forward, trusting in the Lord and trusting in all that he's given to us, trusting in his promise. You see, the, the, the key of this psalm is when he says twice, my soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. 
My soul waits for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. And this would be a well-known concept to them. It's, it's, it's soldiers on, on the ramparts. It's people at the edge of the camp. It's, it's people watching for the, the sun to rise. And they, they are waiting with hope. Um, that waiting is, is, is a sense of, of, of expectation. Hope is expectation, not wishful thinking. And um, he is hoping for, these guys are hoping for the sun to rise. And therefore it's not hope as in, a, well, I, I don't know one way or the other if the sun's going to rise or not. He can know for definite that the sun will rise. And he can know, but, but he still has to wait and he still has to, to, to wait in hope and expectation. That is our Christian hope is that Christ has risen from the dead, Christ has ascended into heaven, Christ has made those promises and all those promises are, are to be fulfilled and have been fulfilled. And that that's who we put our hope in, that everything he has promised and said he will do, he has done to this day. And therefore we can put our hope in the God who is faithful and just, the God who will do those things. And so these are hopes that arise, hopes that we can, uh, that we can hold on to. That, that we can trust in God as much as we can trust in uh, the, the fact that the sun has risen this morning, that this, the earth and God's creation is still ticking along, still moving along, still uh, turning and working. That we don't need to worry when we get up in the morning say, or the, the, the night before going, well, I, I hope in wishful terms, I hope that gravity works tomorrow. I don't want to wake up on the ceiling. <laughs> Imagine a world like that would be crazy. <clears throat> no, we, we don't need to ask that. We don't need to wish for that. We expect gravity to work. <clears throat> we expect if we let something go, it will fall to the ground. We expect that in the morning the sun will rise and that the sun will set. And these are things we can put our hope in. And as much as those are true, then what God has promised in his word and what God has promised to us is true and will come to pass. We can put our faith and trust in him. I'm going to play a video now. It was a song of Psalm 130. And I want us to use this as a meditation. I want us to use this as a reflection on where we are right now and how we can wait upon the Lord and how we can trust in him and how we can uh, wait, trust and hope in his word. But trusting, hoping in his word is also hoping in him. And we'll come back to the, uh, the message in a moment. wonderful verse, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace and believing so by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound in hope. And that not just wishful thinking as we've seen, but actual expectation that God is with them and uh, with us uh, with them and uh, with us and able to, to, to give us that hope and expectation of things to come. Hope, uh, the anchor of the soul. So in the midst of all the storms we need an anchor midst of the storms and whatever vessel we feel we're in, as we're journeying together, we are in the storm together, um, but in different boats, we need the anchor for ourselves. That we need to be have somewhere that we, we can put the anchor down and hold us safe and firm, or that we throw it forward to pull us um, into the future. Our hope in a sense. Um, 
as Pete Gregg says in one of his books, that the, the hope that we talk about is actually, it's, it's hope. We pray in, and we believe in hope, but our hope comes from the future, not hoping from here to the future, because Christ has done it all and has declared it all and has won the victory and, is, and all those things. We're in the now and not yet of the kingdom of the reality. And that's why the second part of this definition, hope, is no matter what, uh, it keeps us going. It keeps us going no matter what. Um, believe, courage, I can do this. God can do this. God has got this. So he writes to um, the Romans um, with relation to hope. And that hope is not just something that sustains and just gets us by, but actually is so strong and so full that it overflows from our lives. He writes to them that they would be, uh, that the God of hope and peace would fill with all joy and peace in believing. So by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. The reason we've read the, the verses before that this morning um, is, is also to just note that he's starting from that place of, of where do we put our hope comes from. Uh, it comes from the declarations of God, not just for the Jews, but also for the Gentiles. And this, these promises are, are wonderful for us to take hold on to. The root of Jesse will come, even he who arises to rule the Gentiles. The root of Jesse, remember, we heard verses about that in, in the Christmas story. He arises to rule the Gentiles, in him will the Gentiles hope. So even um, if, if for us this is the hope, the expectation, the fulfilment that God has promised. And so he wants to do that in two ways. He wants to, to pour out peace into our hearts, that, that shalom peace, the peace that passes all explanation and understanding, <clears throat> that that would then guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, who is our hope, that we would have that peace and trust in him, which only comes by waiting on him, I believe, and an inspiration of the Holy Spirit, the, the pouring out of him into us, that the God of hope would fill us with all joy and peace and that we would know the joy of the Lord is our strength that we would be able to remind ourselves of all that he has been faithful in all the things that we have all the good things we enjoy but more than that what he's done for us in Christ Jesus what he's done for us in his life death and resurrection and all the promises that are there for us to hold on to and, the, and the, then out of that joy and peace hope overflows we overflow and that overflow is not just for us. Just want to share um, uh, the God of all hope, uh, just to take these four letters and just turn them into something that they, they, I think they, they say. It's not the whole thing they say, but I think it helps us in the midst of the pandemic, in the midst of what is going to come in uh, 2021. What is it that God has for us? Well, how can we get through each and every day? Well, it's simple. Hold which is the, 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 back to the anchor that we have, uh, hold on to promises that God has made, promises God has made to, for us all, promises God has made to you, to hold on to promises every day. It is the three country and western song uh, that I grew up on, but it is true, one day at a time, sweet Jesus, that's all I'm asking of you. Now, it's not that God hasn't got a plan and purpose for every day, but as Jesus said, every day has enough trouble of its own. If it has enough trouble of its own each day, it has enough hope for its, its day, it has enough peace and joy that we can press into and hold on to.
And uh, this peace is uh, that we, this hope that we have from the God of all hope is that we just hold on to his promises every day. What has he said? What has he promised? I'll never leave you and forsake you. There's those two occasions when Jesus was uh, in storms on the Sea of Galilee. Um, and one was uh, in the storm, the, the disciples are in the boat, and Jesus comes walking to them on the waters in the middle of a storm. So Jesus comes walking to us in the midst of our storms of life. He comes walking to us and uh, he, he invites Peter to come onto the water with him. And Peter's fine until he starts looking at the waves and not looking at Jesus. And the other one is when Jesus is crossing over in the boat with the disciples, fishermen who knew they were in trouble and the storms on the, on, on, on the lake and um, Jesus is asleep in the boat. And they wake him up and say, Lord, are you not concerned that we're going to drown? And Jesus says, where's your faith? I said we're going to cross the other side. I said we're going to get through this. And so he calms the waters, he calms the wind, and the storm is gone. And encourages us to have faith, that faith, that hope, that expectation, that when Jesus says, he will do. What he has promised, he will fulfill. And so it is that we are to hold on to his promises every day. And they are indeed as an anchor. In Hebrews chapter 6, as I was hinting that earlier on, um, we were, there is those wonderful verses about um, where, where the writer of the Hebrews says, because God wanted to make the unchanging nature of his purpose very clear to the heirs of which he was promised. He confirmed it with an oath. God did this so that by two unchangeable things that it is with, which is impossible for God to lie. <clears throat> we who have fled to take hold of the hope set before us may be greatly encouraged. <clears throat> we have this hope as an anchor for the soul, firm and secure. It enters the inner sanctuary behind the curtain where our forerunner Jesus has entered on our behalf. The anchor is in beyond the veil it is anchored in the rock that cannot move it's anchored in christ and gives us a rope upon which we can pull ourselves in whatever vessel we feel we're in to to move through the storm trusting his promises now he may calm the storm the vaccines are here he may not he may calm us in the midst of the storm as he did with jesus with peter in the boat and the walking on the water reaching the other side. There's no mention of the storms abating. But one thing we can be sure is he will calm us, the people, in the midst of the storm, in the boat, whatever vessel that might be, because we, he is the God of all hope. And how do we do? We hold on to his promises every day. And it's not just for us. The reason that we're meant to have hope for ourselves and have hope overflowing is that that hope would then overflow uh, to other people. There's this uh, picture of that as, the, as we receive the joy and the peace of God, that that stirs in us hope. It overflows. And what's the overflow for? It is for people around us. That we would be known as people of hope. Not mindless, oh, it'll all work out in the end. Not fatalism, but the belief and the trust in the God who's made promises to be with us, to bring us through, that, that all things work together for good for those who love God. He is the one who is faithful. He is the one who is true. And we look not at the storms and the waves, but we lift our eyes to look at him. And he is the source of our hope. It's great the vaccines are here. Isn't it wonderful God has given us medical science? But we look to the God of hope, to the one who is there. 
And so peace doesn't, as just John Orberg said, peace doesn't come from finding a lake with no storms. It comes from having Jesus in the boat or Jesus on the water on the storms next to our boat. That's why I chose this particular picture with uh, a boat on the storms of, of water um, just to demonstrate that whichever way it is, he is with us, he is with you, and he is the source of our peace. We are to have hope as an anchor for our soul. We are to trust in the God of hope, as the psalmist in Psalm 130 did, so we can wait on him, waiting as watchmen, waiting for the dawn, sure and certain that as the sun rises and sets every day, as sure as gravity still works, that he is the anchor upon whom we can trust. Now, I said at the start that I would tell you what uh, boat um, I, I would become. We've been blessed to be move house. We now, uh, from my... my uh, study window here, I can see the River Forth and I can, uh, can hear the dogs working, uh, unloading and unloading ships. And it's one of the busiest uh, waterways in Scotland, uh, in the UK, actually 3,000 boats every year up and down from cruise liners to, to tankers to um, to battleships to, to uh, aircraft carriers being made and, and, and going out under the bridge just. But in the midst of all of those, in the, in, in, in vessels they rely on absolutely continually, um, is uh, the tugs. Not the prettiest of boats, but they are designed with power, dunamis power. They are, they are the ones who guide the ships into the shore. They're the ones that can pull them through the stormy waters. They are the, and they do it for cruise liners, to, to tanker container ships, to, to aircraft carriers. The unsung heroes. Uh, this is a picture of Craig Leith, the one that was been uh, commissioned in the last couple of years, and one of the most powerful in the UK. Doesn't look like much, but it's the thing that makes the difference. It's the thing. It's the it's the ship that holds it all together. And in a sense, for me, it's a symbol of of hope. That how many how many boats coming in have said, "I'm not sure how we're going to get in here," and along comes the tug and takes them and pulls them and draws them in to safety, draws them into the harbour, draws them into where they need to be. It's symbolic to me of what the Holy Spirit does for us and what the whole message of hope does for us, that we wait upon the Lord. We wait upon him, the God of all hope, who gives us um, his hope uh, as we hold on to his promises every day. As we hold on to his promises every day, we can be sure, as sure as the anchor uh, that's described in Hebrews, as sure as the experience of the psalmist of 100, Psalm 130, that I will wait for him on his word. I hope his word is our delight, that he is the one who we can trust in. So coming into 2021, I hope, and I, and I do mean hope, that and trust that you hold on to the promises that God has made. And if you don't know what they are, study them in the scriptures. Look and find out what God has said. They are incredible, the promises that are there. And those promises we are told in Corinthians are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. For no matter how many promises God has made, 2 Corinthians 1.20, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes Amen in Christ Jesus. And so through him, the amen is spoken by us to the glory of God. So be it, Lord. So be it, Lord. So I want to bless you as we come into 2021. In Jesus' name, that you may know the peace and the joy of the Lord in your inner being.
that he would pour that into you in such rich measure that you would abound in hope. Not just have hope and wishes, not looking at the news and the and the what we hear, but that you would have your eyes fixed on him, whether in the boat or walking on the water and the storms around the boat, because he is above them all. That you would have eyes to see and a heart and, f- and faith to respond, holding on daily to those promises, holding on to the promises every day, hope, and using that as a rope to pull you forward, regardless of what you face, Tough times are, are maybe less so, but it doesn't matter. We still all need this hope, this living hope, and we'll all that has been promised. And so may you know that and step into that in greater and greater measure in 2021 and beyond. And may you know the blessing of the Lord Almighty as he leads you and guides you in each and every circumstance, that you would be able to sing your praises and as the, that hope overflows from you and bless your household, bless your street, bless your neighbourhood, bless your neighbours, bless your workplace, bless all those that the Lord would put you in contact with. The Lord bless you and keep you. Amen. Let us pray. So let us pray together now. Lord, we thank you for this promise of hope, joy, and peace for those who trust in you. May we know, even in the hard times, this abounding hope that overflows to others. As we watch the news and hear the stories of suffering around the world, it would be easy to sink into hopelessness. But we are a people of hope. We ask for that same hope to fill those for whom we pray. This morning we bring before you all those who seem to be at the centre of the COVID storm. We pray for healthcare workers, particularly thinking of those in intensive care, A&E and on the COVID wards. We pray for energy and strength for the exhausted. We pray for clear thinking for those whose minds are foggy from juggling so much. We pray for sensitivity and compassion for those whose emotional resources are depleted. We ask that you, the God of hope, would fill them with joy and peace so that they may overflow with hope. We pray for the politicians and scientists who are making decisions each day. Give them wisdom and the ability to be nimble in their decision-making, responding to changing circumstances in ways that are always mindful of the needs of others. We ask that you, the God of hope, would fill them with joy and peace so that they may overflow with hope. We pray for teachers across the country today as they have to adapt to circumstances they never imagined when they became teachers. Give them abilities that they didn't know they had, especially in relation to technology and the patience to learn new things. Give them wisdom and knowledge from you in relation to the children they teach. 
Give them each a forgiving spirit towards themselves. Help them to cut themselves some slack when they think when things aren't perfect and to know your peace and presence in all they do for the children they are so committed to. The Bigger Community Action Group helpline or contact me and we will make sure you can get to your vaccinations safely. And now, let us pray. As we go out into a new week, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, rest and remain us and with all we love, now and forevermore. Amen.